we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for June 10th, 2019. Next report, illegal aliens from Ebola countries caught crossing U.S. border. This is just another different angle on this. So you can understand that <clears throat> they're admitting to this. The government is admitting this is happening. This isn't just coming from the Border Patrol. This is actually goes into the CDC director warns Ebola virus could go international. Uh, their vaccine is running out. Oh, you know, that's, that's the worst possible thing I could ever hear. Is their vaccines running out. Leaders from the World Health Organization said the Ebola outbreak in the Democratic Republic of Congo is not retreating and countries must prepare for an outbreak for the outbreak to go global. And they're doing everything they, they can do to make sure that happens. Evidenced by what we just reported on. At any point, it could flare up within a zone, said Mike Ryan, who's an MD at the World Health Organization, Assistant Director General. Ryan, citing information contained in yesterday who's, yesterday's WHO Ebola situation report. Surveillance has intensified to 1,300 alerts per day. Ryan said the number of contacts being followed is 15,000. Throughout the press conference, Ryan called the outbreak complex. It's very complex when you're actually taking potentially infected uh, people with Ebola from the interior of the Democratic Republic of Congo and you're somehow getting them to America. I know it's so complex. I don't know how they're doing it. I really kind of don't, but I mean, I, I, obviously we can theorize. In addition to the security challenges in the region, he said that certain health-seeking behavior and community death practices have contributed to the outbreak's longevity. Well, that and probably they're doing everything they can do to propagate it. About 20% of, I mean the government, uh, world government more than anything. Ryan also said the WHO estimates it is detecting 75% of the cases with as many as 25% missed or being picked up too late. Well, again, then we factor in the whole thing about that we had reported on in the first part where it can lay dormant for a year or more and then the person can start showing signs and symptoms because of the whole having this ability to be sequestered in the tissue somewhere and then you become a vector for infection affecting other people. And I'm sure that was something they genetically engineered into that by design. And I think they're 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 feeling like as though they're ready to get this this global pandemic going. Um, he also reminded reporters in the room that 80% of the vaccinators, I mean the ones doing the vac giving the vaccines in the region are Congolese and most doctors and nurses working the outbreak are Congolese. The number of infected healthcare workers remains at 110. Well, okay, that's what we think, but again, you could have a much higher infection rate than that uh, if it's in that sequestered phase yesterday robert redfield M md director of u.s centers for, for disease and control told congress that the world must be prepared for this outbreak to spread internationally and for the vaccines and for vaccine supplies to dwindle according to a debix story redfield said vaccine production is being held up by plant validation uh, meaning, I guess they have to validate a plant so they can make the satanic uh, vaccines. Merck manufactured the vaccine. This is the primary Ebola vaccine, which is RVSV-ZBOV in Pennsylvania. Until recently, then they moved the operation to Germany. 
And there's a report I found on that, and it's it's entitled Merck's Ebola Vaccine, A Christmas Gift for the World. Really? And they determined that there's a lot of sketchy stuff going on with this vaccine and that the way they conducted the trial was highly flawed and inaccurate because you've got things, I believe, like the New York Times is saying it's 100% success rate if you get the vaccine. Of course, they're going to tell you that when it's not. The way they conducted those trials was totally unprofessional and they do it by design on purpose it's like the fox guarding the hen house and and they they did it with like this nine day window that nobody was infected when even if by their own statistics it can have up, a, up to a 21 day incubation period but now we know it can be a year or more because of the sequestering thing so <laughs> there's no way to gauge that really but they don't want you to know that there are currently about 145,000 doses of the vaccine, too few for a planned broader vaccination campaign that would look toward vaccinating geographic regions instead of contact rings. Uh, I got a feeling they're, they're going to have plenty of vaccines when the time comes. Satan will. Um, the next report is Merck hiding Ebola vaccine side effects. Now, this was, report was published... Uh, june 1st of of last year 2018 so just a little bit over a year ago merck has produced an ebola vaccine called rvsv zbov which is the what we just talked about on the surface it might appear that a pharmaceutical giant has stepped up to the plate and is presenting rural african communities with a life-saving drug we've called this new ebola vaccine experimentation at its most obvious level as it seems as though now mainstream media outlets are beginning to agree. In fact, the news organization Al, Al Jazeera, which you know I don't like to use them, but in this particular case, a lot of the Muslim community does tend to be more anti-vaccine because of the potential for like unclean things or whatever they think might be in the vaccine, even though it's fine for them to rape goats and children and all the other crap they do. Um, in fact, the news organization Al Jazeera notes in the new op-ed that the ebola vaccine recipients aren't even allowed to report side effects to research teams and some health officials are blatantly saying that discussing or disclosing side effects causes people to lose confidence in the vaccine oh really wow yeah i can't imagine why that would happen but see they don't want anything negative about their satanic vaccines they only want their their lying narrative to be presented and so you're only going to see one side of the story. Now, I tried to get a product insert for this, but I don't think a product insert for this vaccine exists because theoretically it's pretty experimental. And I saw some pictures of the bottles with it, but the bottles, even like the labels on them, looked like it had been printed off like a some type of printer and just slapped on the bottle. I don't think there was a vaccine insert. I don't know all of the ingredients in these vaccines i don't really know any as far as other than what they what they claim to be in them but guaranteed it's horrific especially because they've gone out of their way to make sure it's not available at all even on the other satanic vaccines that we document the ones cultured off aborted babies you can find that information you can't i'll tell you i couldn't find it it's probably out there but I, I researched today and, and researched and researched and I could not find a vaccine insert or a listing of 
how that vaccine is made or what it's made of the ingredients now what we do some of the things that we do know about the ebola vaccines and i got these off off powerpoint slide presentations that i was able to kind of cherry pick off the internet this new this new uh vaccine this rvsv zbov um, is based on the recumbent vesicular stomitis virus carrying the ebola virus um in entered clinical trials and it says the ebola virus gp which i believe stands for um genetic or gene um i forget what the p stands for there's so many things that stands for that's the problem i was having a hard time finding there's so many medical things that stands for you mean you think general practitioner but there's all kind of other things gp stands for medically so i think it has something to do with it's probably genetically modified is was the and in one of the trials that i saw regarding this it did say something about human albumin genetically modified albumin which is the um blood protein in blood so hey you can just guarantee this thing is a witch's brew of evil the ingredient list in the ebola vaccine and by the fact that you can't find out what the ingredients are makes it all the more red flaggish in my estimation and then there's another one there's different ebola vaccines they're all pretty much experimental a chimp ad yes chimp is in chimpanzee ad three zbov that one's from GlaxoSmithKline. now they're saying the one is from uh, merck uh the the main one the rvsv zbov this chimp ad zbov is GlaxoSmithKline. Uh, is based on the modified chimpanzee adenovirus carrying the Ebola virus, GP and NP. And I I think, again, that's having to do with genetically modified. Uh, so we have that one, but that one's not as prevalent. Uh, and then the next one is the human parainfluenza virus type 3 based candidate vaccine. That one's being studied at the University of Texas. Uh, going to enter in trials of the near future. And then another one, an adenoviral vector-based vaccine, an Ebola DNA plasmid vaccine. Nice. The results have not yet been published. More information I found out. The RS... Um, RVSV-EBOV is an experimental vaccine for the Ebola filovirus developed by scientists at the Canadian National Microbiology Laboratory. It has one of its genes replaced by an Ebola, Ebola virus gene. And um, they're saying human trials have started. I believe that's the main one they're using. And then, you know, it's all the, the one virus and another one that they've developed, which is the ChimpAd one. One that's derived from chimps. The vaccine is derived from chimpanzee adenovirus. Uh, genetically engineered express glycoprotein from Zaire. I mean, it's it's a witch's brew of evil, always. And I don't even know all of the their adjuvants in these things because they're not sane. And I think because they're experimental, they don't have to put that information out. Only God knows how bad it is. So it made me feel warm and fuzzy. I don't know about you. So you can't discuss or disclose the side effects because it will cause people to lose confidence in their evil satanic vaccine. 
this is truly unsettling stuff. This main Merck vaccine isn't an approved drug, and this is an essential detail. In fact, this vaccine is unlicensed by health authorities, and I think that's how they're getting around not listing the ingredients. While its administration would typically be considered legal, a, quote, compassionate use protocol rule allows for the vaccine to be used on people outside of clinical trials. In other words, this new unapproved Ebola vaccine is being used on people in areas where Ebola is or could be spread. Healthcare workers, people who have been in close quarters with Ebola patients, and any first responders to pandemics or outbreaks are now being given this new Ebola vaccine, which is totally experimental and nobody even knows what's in it other than the, the main things that they're talking about. Which is exactly the way Satan wants it. Okay. By the end of June, that could turn into 10,000 people being Ebola vaccinated. <clears throat> so continuing, the media, of course, is all for the vaccine. Again, the surface seems polished and th philanthropic by design, but the reality is the Ebola vaccine being distributed isn't approved. It's being used under circumstances where people are made to feel desperate for a solution. Worse more, there's no regard for real consent. In other words, the vaccine is being distributed to vulnerable, the vulnerable who aren't properly vetted for any form of real medical consent. I mean, I can't even find out what's in the stuff. You're not getting any real informed consent at all. So only, again, God knows what the long-term side effects of this stuff is and what it's doing to your own DNA. I, I, I can't even imagine. As Je Al Jazeera notes, Research participants require a complex negotiation under any circumstances, but the history of experimentation Pally and others describe too often intensify community concerns and negative responses to certain medical interventions. How does one decline the Ebola vaccine, or, or can they? What, defies, what defines close contact with an Ebola sufferer? What type of consent are these people giving the CDC or the WHO? You know probably just signing their life away from the same article it says recently i sought personal accounts from clinical trial participants in sierra leone that were given this experimental vaccine the main one that merck produces this is where i worked as an anthropologist during those conversations i learned secondhand about participants inability to report concerning side effects of the vaccine like swollen joints joint pain skin lesions and fever to the research team again you can't can't do it because they'll lose confidence in their satanic vaccine. The inability to report side effects to the research team is as harshly authoritarianism as it gets. It also makes it seem that the Ebola vaccine maker Merck, alongside health officials, have something to hide. Oh yeah, that's probably the biggest understatement. So let's go further. Next report, are globalists going to use the Ebola pandemic uh, Ebola pandemic to demand mandatory vaccines for everyone. The CDC actually owns the patent on the GMO Ebola virus strain. Yeah, it's genetically modified to boot. So they're using most likely genetically modified vaccines to treat the genetically modified Ebola strain that has supposedly mutated, probably due to being genetically modified, and that can now sequester itself in the tissue where it won't even be positive on blood tests, which is the ideal vector to make it spread. They've probably got some way of actually activating all the sequestered people too, like something additive they would put in the chemtrails of the food supply that would all of a sudden take somebody from a sequestered state into an active state, and then those people are already here pre-positioned by design on purpose. I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating, but, you know, if they're, if they're going to go through the process of genetically modifying it, they've probably got the, the triggering device as well. I don't know. 
And it just so happens that this time around, there's an experimental Ebola vaccine waiting in the wings that health authorities claim is up to 97% effective against Ebola. And I, this is the one we've been talking about. According to the Truth and Liberty blog, the Bayer Corporation, which is Satan, okay? I mean, I, I could do a 10-part teaching on how evil Bayer is, which now owns Monsatino. Oh, wow. The other most wicked company on planet Earth. Bear owns them now, which is perfect, a match made in hell. They partner up with Merck and company, which is the vaccine maker. So again, a trifecta um, match made in hell to develop this experimental Ebola vaccine. Oh, I mean, that makes, if that doesn't make you feel good, I don't know what's wrong with you, you know. That don't get you fired up, your wood's wet. Uh, though it remains unlicensed at the current time, it's being pushed by the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, Oh, good. For expedited approval by who? I mean, this is every single cog in what we're talking about here is 100% New World Order, satanic agenda, beyond belief. 100%. And it would appear that with just the right amount of media propaganda, this will be easily achieved in the name of protecting public health. Um, meaning it'll get approval by the who, which is like saying it's getting approval by Satan. Another interesting little tidbit about this latest Ebola outbreak is that it is just so happens to mesh with the patent owned by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on a strain of the Ebola virus known as Ebobun, which more than likely was, the, was genetically engineered GMO as a bioweapon for the purpose of catalyzing the necessary events to bring Ebola vaccines to market. Yes. 100%. Problem, reaction, solution. Hegelian dialectic. They're going to bring their order out of chaos. It is being reported that the CDC's patent on Ebobun applies not just to the current known strain, but also to all future ones that share at least 70% of its genetics. This is all about being able to control this virus and also profit motive, obviously, with, with the vaccines and all of the other havoc that it will cause a look at the patent itself reveals that it has a list of investors right scott a kessler for the truth and liberty blog so they've got investors in this because people want to make tons and tons of money off this pandemic they're trying to get ginned up does ebo bun's invention imply that it has been genetically modified by scientists or even that ebola itself is a man-made bioweapon as many as long suspected yes absolutely all true so this goes on to say either way, it's only a matter of time before big pharma, public health authorities, and the mainstream media achieve their perfect storm outbreak scenario to which they can unveil their, quote, solution in the form of a vaccine injection that then they will deceive the public into thinking is a miracle cure that we've been waiting for. And like I said, the New York Times ran a report when this first came out that it's 100% effective. And essentially, you know, I'm, so, I'm sure no side effects because those are never, even though we have no idea what's in it, nobody's allowed to report side effects. And the fact that the way they conducted the trial was total garbage. And that link I provided earlier will go into that in, in deeper detail. In Kessler's view, the conspiracy could run even deeper with the WHO unveiling an Ebola vaccine that appears to work with minimal to no side effects to which health authorities will proclaim, um, see, vaccines really are safe and effective. 
Big Pharma and the fake news media would then pontificate endlessly about the safeness and the wonder of vaccines and lament tirelessly over the ignorance and general maliciousness of the tinfoil hat-wearing anti-vaccination knuckle-draggers that all need to be eliminated. So yeah, we have that. Now, I'm just going to go over this quick. I'm not going to get into this. I've, I've went over this before. But this is my natural supplement recommendations and protocol for Ebola. And I have my disclaimer here. It's your constitutional right to educate yourself in the arena of health and medical knowledge. All the stuff that I kind of have to put in here. This is from Invive Silver when, I don't know, when I originally put this out. But um, this is their protocol from Invive. They're saying that 10,000 part per million is mandatory in Vive. Now, I feel as though you could just double up on the 5,000 part per million if that's all you had. I mean, come on. I'm not going to tell you that you've got to have 10,000. They're recommending 10,000. They're saying it's mandatory. Okay, well, um, meaning the correct protocol in a life and death situation where death is imminent within 70, 72 hours. Okay, so that would be worst case scenario. Death would be imminent in 72 hours. They would highly recommend you use 10,000. Well, I think that you could also, if you only had 5,000, you could double up on that. And I think there's some other things that you can do that I'm going to get into, which could potentially ultimately reduce the need for massive amounts of the silver or at bare minimum cut your recovery time down to uh you know i don't know whether you cut it in half um cut it down by factors of multiplication like 10 times whatever it's hard to say Uh, i've never had a patient with ebola but this is the protocol that they're recommending and uh, i'm not going to go over it all but um there they tell you how to do it how to take it uh let's see here they're saying to stockpile three bottles of five thousand of ten thousand in advance now that's if you got it and that's per person okay so i'm not saying to do that i'm saying that's what they're saying okay now um my personal inventory uh i have some i do have the ten thousand i have the 10,000 ES. I've got pretty much all the strengths. Um, and I'll, I'll continue to sell my special, the special price that I've got on mine until my, until my inventory runs out. And, um, but you can always go to dr, doctor, hyphen symbol, johnson.com. If, if you don't want to type that in, just go to contendingfortruth.com and look on the right side and you, you'll see a link for the um, I haven't looked at that in so long. Let me just see what it says. Go to my website here on the right-hand side. And again, if you're not on my email list, I would highly recommend that you get, because that's how I keep people up to date. And, and a lot of people, are, this is all finally coming full circle. Where a lot of people have gotten to the point where they've been booted off so many different platforms. They're like, whatever you do, I need your email address because that sounds like the only way I'll be able to communicate with you all in the end. I I don't know if God just put that in my mind way, 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 way long ago. I'm talking in the early 2000s when I originally started my Christian newsletter. Or even, it might have been the late 90s. The Christian newsletter, the health newsletter. I had one back then. It wasn't like it is now. It's not wasn't as big, but that's where this all kind of started. And then it, it ended up segueing into the ministry. But I knew back then that email would probably be the last way from an internet standpoint, you could you'd be able to get a hold of somebody, and uh, 
my emails are all free and you can sign up here on the right side um, if you want to donate there's a donate button on the right side and we do thank you for your prayers and your donations and without those things and the people ordering supplements when you do the, when you do that when you order the silver whether it's online or whether through me personally or, or order any of the health supplements man there's so much stuff I kind of want to do in the health stuff but I just haven't had the time this has all been taking precedence in uh, but if you do have health questions, you can always email me. I just ask you keep it short, and I'll typically have some good recommendations for you. And um, <clears throat> anyway, then it says recommended products in Vive Mild Silver Protein. Then has a little link there for Doctor Hyphen Symbol Johnson, Doctor Dash Johnson dot com. So you can use that if you like. And if you do click on the order form, and you're running ghostery which is one of the programs i have recommended um the thing about it is i don't it will not it'll typically not load okay which stinks if you're on firefox now on some of the other browsers it works but if you if you're on mozilla or firefox and you're running ghostery and you click on the order form at the web page dr-johnson.com dash i mean hyphen symbol um if you're running ghostry on firefox the order page will not load and i've i've told and vibe about it this is all I, i've never had anybody order off the website and ever come back to me and say yeah because these all these orders all go through the invite factory yeah, they, they stole my money and all this other stuff. There's been problems in the past, but there's that with every company. But they always make it right. Always. I make sure of that. Okay, so just so you know, it's legit. Uh, this is this website's been up there for a long, long time. And the order form is, is there. Okay, so you might have to disable Ghostry, though, to get into it. Or if you're running some type of blocking program like... Uh, privacy possum or there's bit defender anti-tracker there's other ones if if the order form is coming up as a blank page just take those off and i don't even I mean there's really hardly any tracking on the site anyway so anyway i just want to go over that if anybody's having problems um okay so going back to the main report um this is the protocol Okay, I'm not going to go over it. It's going to be essentially around page 12 or 13 of the PDF for June 10th, 2019. This is the protocol they're recommending. Now, here's another thing. Now, here, here are the things that you can do prior, like now, or um, if, you're in, if you feel like you're in imminent danger. You take selenium. Okay, selenium has been found to be almost totally depleted from the soils where Ebola is prevalent in Africa and has been found to be very helpful in the prevention of Ebola. Now, the selenium I like, as far as if you're going to take it on a daily basis, is the innate response formula selenium. It's actually a food state, food-derived selenium. Okay, I sell that. You can just email me on the contact page it's it's a professional line product that i use but you can email me at the contact page at continuefortruth.com or use my email address that i've given out before and i give you that also in this pdf um 
I also have another selenium that is a liquid that is just in a little eyedropper and like every drop is like over 100% of the RDA. And that one's probably my most cost-effective selenium that I carry. It's not from a food state, but if you were using it, um, you know, uh, selenium does so many good things. It's just so important. Uh, but this is a good one to have on hand, uh, potentially like if you're going to have silver on hand, you'd want this on hand too. Because what this is going to end up doing is making the silver work way, way better. Because here's the thing. If you go into something like this and you're, and you're eating garbage food and your liver's all toxic and your selenium and your trace minerals are all depleted and you don't have any vitamin C in your body, I'm going to talk about that in a second, and you just rely on the silver, I'm not saying the silver can't get you out of the woods. I, I can't ever guarantee anything. I can't say it can't reverse it. Now, also, this is, this is not even mentioning God in this whole scenario because God could do it by himself without any help from anything. Okay, So I don't ever want to not say that as well okay but i'm saying if you were led and you had all these other factors and you were just relying on the silver and you're in the other state of your health your immune system was horrible you had like virtually no selenium in your body no vitamin c see you have to get c from an outside source and you're trying to battle something like this ebola it would be very very it would be much harder to do it with just silver by itself compared to doing the silver with selenium and vitamin c because like they said, well, I haven't even got into the selenium and the vitamin C factors, but you're going to see in a, in a minute why the other two things could make the silver work, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 times better, most likely. I don't like to ever put all my eggs in one basket. The, the bottom line is the Invive silver acts like a secondary immune system in the body a secondary that works independently of your own primary immune system but there are a lot of other things that our immune systems need to function in a healthy way on a day-to-day -day basis things like vitamin c things like vitamin d3 uh, things like selenium and it depends on what you're battling whether it's viral bacterial as well calcium can also be a factor so <clears throat> excuse me um the, the little liquid selenium that I have um, is the Selenium CWS. It comes in a 50-milliliter bottle, and it's only 14. And uh, that has, I think it's like one drop as a dose, and it has hundreds of drops in it. So it's, it's probably like, as far, it's also very small, too. If you were going to have two things on hand for Ebola... Really, I can't say anything. I can't recommend anything less than three because you need a good vitamin C. I'm gonna get in that second. The selenium, and the silver. <clears throat> those are the three things that, if you have those, you're going to be in a <clears throat> about a thousand times better position than somebody that does not have access to those things. And by having the vitamin C. And the selenium on hand, what it is ultimately going to do is potentially prevent you from ever even getting the Ebola, unless you just kind of randomly get it, but it might prevent you from ever even having to take the silver. I can't guarantee that, but even if you did contract it, if your system is high in selenium and vitamin C, and you're going to understand in a minute why that's so important, ultimately the silver is going to work so much better and ultimately you're not going to have to take near as much. I'm trying to save you money because the by far the most expensive thing is the silver. Um, 
and again, I don't decide pricing on that. That's in Vive. But you're getting so much compared to like what you get with a 10 part per million bottle at a health food store. You're getting hundreds of times more in just one 500, 5,000 part per million bottle. Um, all right, let's go back to this. And again, I don't want to belabor this too much. But the selenium is found to be totally depleted in soils in Africa where Ebola is prevalent. Uh, in this particular governmental thing, they, um, they did a study and they, they talk about Ebola being a viral selenoprotein. And the biosynthesis of this protein could impose an unprecedented selenium demand on the host and contribute to hemorrhagic symptoms, which is one of the things that happens with Ebola. It causes you to bleed from all these different orifices in your body. It is well documented that selenium plays a significant role in the regulation of blood clotting. Via, which, again, if you're bleeding out of every orifice because you have Ebola, that's because your blood's not clotting on some level. Some level, there's problem there. Well, the selenium plays a significant role in the regulation of blood clotting via its effects on the thromboxin prostacyclin ratio and the effects on the complement system. So I know it's a little bit technical, but by the bottom line is that you need selenium um, with any type of hemorrhagic ebola-like thing that you're battling and um when when you get something like ebola it just places this unprecedented demand on the on whatever selenium reserves you have in your body so you want to make sure you got plenty to fall back on is the whole point here and like i said even if you just got the one i'm selling for 14 a bottle you got hundreds of of little doses in there and um, that can make such a big difference with what we're looking at. Now, the next thing is vitamin C and Ebola treatment. In addition to the Invive Silver, and even in, um, Invive admits this, a Ebola patient needs high doses of vitamin C. Now, they're not going to differentiate that, okay, on like what is vitamin C, ascorbic acid? No, it's not. Number one, most ascorbic acid, unless it specifically states it's non-GMO, is coming from GMO corn. And that's not what you want to put in your body, okay? Um, I try to use, um, non, number one, non-GMO sources always. Never would want to use a, a GMO ascorbic acid. And try to do things that are at bare minimum of food base, a vitamin C complex in a food base and i've got a few to choose from but and i'll, I'll get into that in a second uh, the invive silver stops the ebola virus but you must put the vitamin c back in their body that the ebola has taken away and also the selenium they don't know about the selenium evidently or at least when they sent me this a long time ago again for clarity the invive medical journal silver wipes out and eradicates the ebola virus but Here's what Ebola does that is fatal. It causes the complete removal of all vitamin C from the body, just like it does selenium. No one actually knows what mechanism is, is involved in doing this, other than a malfunction that is not permanently destructive to whatever is triggered to remove the vitamin C. All the researchers know is that vitamin C drops to zero, in addition to selenium drops to zero, and all symptoms of the Ebola are consistent with a complete loss of vitamin C. Now, vitamin C is very, very important on maintaining, especially a vitamin C that's in a food base, 
that has the bioflavonoids in it, that maintains blood vessel integrity. Okay, so now that's probably a big reason why people are starting to bleed out of every orifice because their blood vessels, which you need this, the bioflavonoids and the vitamin C in order to maintain blood vessel integrity, it drops to zero because the Ebola places this huge demand. Therefore, you start bleeding out of every orifice. If you don't have the selenium, then you don't have the ability to cl clot the blood. So the vitamin C and the selenium work hand in hand as far as I can see. Now, I think I'm the only one on the planet that's got both of these things or all three of these things, the silver, the Ebola, and the C. Let's put that out. I put it out for free. I don't know anybody else that's ever said what I just told you about this. I'm not saying it's, nobody is, but I don't, I've never heard of anyone else talking about all three factors with Ebola. And again, I've been saying this for, I don't know, three or four years now regarding Ebola, just because of information that I've seen in, in, in the research that I've done. Uh, with regard to Ebola, okay, so the way Ebola kills is, is by causing a severe cytokine release in the blood vessel walls. With regard to Ebola, the exact cytokine is called IL-6, which is inhibited by 41% with adequate, adequate amounts of vitamin C present. This means that from this mode of action alone, vitamin C will reduce the impact of Ebola by 41%. I, I think it would be a little bit greater, but... If you combine this with the fact that vitamin C will strengthen the blood vessel walls as well, especially if it has bioflavonoids with it, the two ways vitamin C helps will work in com combination to prevent death from Ebola cases. Um, <clears throat> so my comment is, so taking a true natural vitamin C is a major factor in fighting off Ebola, especially considering Ebola's chief action of fatality is causing the blood vessels to rupture through the body which is where you bleed out of every orifice. Vitamin C um, with the bioflavonoids from a plant source is the best, and it will strengthen the blood vessels. But you would want to, like, you would want to be <clears throat> go into this on the vitamin C and then be taking it while you, especially while you are being exposed. I, I take vitamin C. That's the primary thing I use for my immune system. I don't take silver every day. I pretty much do with vitamin C though. I found that's the most important factor for me personally maintaining a, a higher functioning immune system i haven't been sick in a long time but i know that if i wasn't on the vitamin c <laughs> i do not think that would be the case i also take selenium every single day pretty much i, I rarely miss that as well And it's not only is it my, my most cost effective, but looking at the ingredients here, um, the vitamin C, it's not from ascorbic acid. And it's also got calcium and magnesium in it from good sources, which is a big factor with the immune system as well. So you're kind of getting a lot in this one. And it also has citrus bioflavonoids, um, 100 milligrams per tablet. Plus, it's in a base of superoxide dismutase and catalase, which are like 
um, they put that on all of their products in order to kind of supercharge every single product they carry. It just it helps it get digested better, assimilated better, and that type of thing. So um, for the money, I would say like if you were if you were on a budget, I would do the BioC Plus One Thousand. Have that you know like a few bottles of that on hand, and um, you might want to do a few bottles per person. It's, it just depends what your budget is. That's not the expensive stuff. The silver is what's really expensive. And then the, also that CWS selenium that I've got and the little dropper. You know, like, I don't know, at least one of those per person, I would say. Um, two would be better. They're not very expensive. They're like 14 And then the silver, the 5000 I would say, I don't know. They're saying three bottles of 10000 per person. Now that's, you know, best case scenario. That's a lot of money. Um, pray about it however the Lord leads you I'm just telling you what they're saying what I'm saying you know um, those are the parameters I would go go by now let's go further here and there's a report here entitled bleach is a friend in this Ebola fight as for a sprayer if they were using 5.25 household bleach at a rate of a 1 to 10 ratio um, mixture you spray that on the area for 10 minutes, it would effectively kill the Ebola virus. And there's more info on that. I'll let you read this because it gets into like different kinds of bleaches and things like that. I'm not going to get into all that. And then another one, I've went over this before. I've, this, I've had this in other studies and I'm just reposting it here. The other one is chlorohexidine gluconate, hand sanitizer and surgical gloves and Ebola prevention. Um... Regarding Ebola, Ebola, a wise risk mitigation action would be a near full-time use of surgical gloves combined with frequent use of hand sanitizer on those gloves. Not on the skin, though. Use them on the gloves. Don't use them on the skin, especially the hand sanitizers they have and the things. Those are horrible. That They're, they're all kind of toxic ingredients. Uh, now, they're saying that you could use this chlorhexidine gluconate as a skin lotion. It could prevent prophylactic protection against infection. Uh, and it would kill and envelop the viruses for hours after application. I believe that's something they use a lot in the um, medical field. And I believe you can find it online. And all that's available here. Making sure you also have disposable medical gloves. Now, essential oils can also be used... And that's what, I mean, I, I have these in the car and I spray them on my hands. Like if I'm at a gas station or if I just came out of a grocery store or a bank or wherever, I, I just spray my hands with a few sprays and then make sure I, you know, kind of like rub my hands together and get it all over. Uh, again, I haven't been sick in a long time and I think that's definitely part of it. It's just a lot more sanitary as well. I also have like just the natural wet wipes wherever, like in my... SUV and wherever I go, I'll, I'll use those as well too. Now, you, I, I tell you in here how you can make this shield blend um, with witch hazel, which you can use as a natural hand sanitizer that you can spray on your hands. This is what I would use as a hand sanitizer. Never ever use that garbage they sell in the stores unless you're going to put it on the gloves, over the gloves. Then that way it's fine, but it's not penetrating into your body. Um, the shield blend contains cinnamon bark in addition to clove, lemon, eucalyptus, and rosemary. 
And this is the, the Thieves blend that Young Living sells. Okay, it's just not their, uh, their brand. Uh, I tell you how to make it, where you can buy the Shield blend from. It, um, it comes from sparknaturals.com. And uh, I believe they sell the Witch Hazel too, or you might already have that. And then I tell you exactly how to make it here. 45 drops of clove oil, 35 drops of lemon, so on and so on and so on. And then how to combine it. You do it in a dark glass bottle. And, well, if you can, or, or you know, I'm not going to say got to use glass for it. But uh, that's a great thing to have as a preventative going out into public. Okay? You can always spray your hands before and even after, you know, you go to places. And uh, however you know, you're convicted to do it. I give you my, my presentation here on my, on colloidal silver, mild silver protein, its uses in history. And, uh, that's online. And so let's go further now. I'm going to go ahead and play my next uh, little video here. And this is, uh, the smuggling of ISIS soldiers into the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go with this account from Fox. I'm shocked that this is in mainstream media. You say, oh, I trust Fox. No, 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 no. Fox is classic disinfo. We'll give you 95% good stuff. Sound like we're really conservative as a network, but at the end of the day, we're really not. But this report is accurate. It matches what I already know to be true and what I've already been told, and I'm going to add to it as we go. First of all, this chilling confession from a captured ISIS fighter has now made its way public because someone inside Homeland Security thought the American public should know about this, even though there's always a blackout on these kinds of things. So this is a leaked report. ISIS has organized plots in Europe and returnees, and it seems like now that we are imitating those. This man named Abu Henrique, he's a Canadian citizen with dual citizenship with Trinidad, last month said he was sought out by the violent insurgency group of ISIS to attack the U.S. from a route starting in Central America, according to a study by the International Study of the Violent Extremism published in Homeland Security. ISIS has organized plots, like I said, in Europe, and the issue that uh, makes it a central, North, excuse me, a North American issue um, is because they have said that we're going to recruit people who are leaving on airplanes other than the home country from which they originate from. In other words, you don't know that they're ISIS, when you process them at the airport, you don't know really what country of origin they are from. This is absolutely incredible what we're looking at here. So, uh, so they're trying to embed, you know, obviously they've been doing this MS-13 gang, all these horrible gang members, uh, members of ISIS, members of Islam. Uh, now the infected, potentially affected Ebola, uh, people affected with Ebola, they're trying to embed all of these different people into our society and at the right moment when they feel like they've got their tipping point and enough people that they're going to pull the trigger and all of this is going to be activated at the same time guaranteed if they try to pull the ebola thing off they're going to most likely go hot on all of the muslim stuff and on, on all of the other things and then the u.n peacekeepers are already here because of the whole russian and uh, chinese embedded troops and all the other countries that are here so they would be here as, as u.n peacekeepers from a medical standpoint but they're you know, they're going to, that's just going to be their cover. You know, they're going to have very nefarious intentions, most likely. So, you know, I wish things didn't look so incredibly bleak, but this is everything that I've been reporting on for years now. 
seemingly their their pre-positioning and their their you know potentially right on the cusp of doing this whether who knows maybe we've got another five years but man i sure don't see unless god intervenes how we can have that kind of time left i wish we did but expert they interviewed here for this particular story at fox said the idea would be to use people um, who were not known to their own governments as having joined ISIS might make it possible for them to board airplanes. And then they land in Central America and they make their way north. Now the part that's not in this story that I want to make sure that you all know, Paul Martin and I covered this extensively, but we're not the only ones who have this information. There are predetermined and preset weapons caches around the country and they will be liberated by people like this to use on American citizens. So every time that we hear about the attacks that are coming and when they start to occur, if we're not able to stop them, keep in mind, it's the Pelosi's and the Kamala Harris's and the Cory Booker's, these people who refuse to have normal screening at the border. It's these people. And this is coming from the son of an immigrant who favors immigration, but I don't favor this kind of immigration. And it seems like the Democrats are absolutely unfazed by this. Nancy Pelosi came out yesterday and says, oh, we just shouldn't have tariffs on Mexico. That's not the way to treat your neighbors. Really, Nancy? Well, how about when they let people come through their country like these to attack us at a future date? How about that? Is that the way we should be treated by our neighbor, Nancy Pelosi? Have you people had enough? And what they're doing here is, I'm going to read you right here from the Fox release from Homeland Security. But, you know, the thing is, is Dave ref refuses to go over, like, the ten points that I afforded him probably on multiple occasions about how Trump has been selling us out. You know, and all of these things he's done and either is doing or, or refuses to do in order to secure the border. You know, and he wants to blame it on the Democrats. And all. It's, it's Trump's more on board than, than anybody, guys. He is. Just because he feigns one way you have to look at what he's actually doing and we've documented that over and over and and again most of the people in alternative media just refuse to to actually give into that and to actually believe what is right before their face i'm i'm hoping they do it sooner or later because um letting trump off isn't fixing anything it's not going to help any situation it's just going to worsen the problem in the long run the plan is also something we're aware of from New Jersey. And it basically says that the plan is designed to, quote, cripple the U.S. economy. Cripple the U.S. economy. Make people afraid to go out. It almost sounds like it'd be a holiday attack, doesn't it? Highest retail. That, I mean, you want to start pinning down guesses about when this will occur, what the timetable was? When you look at cripple the economy, what better way to make people afraid to go out and go to malls and so forth than at the retail time for Christmas? I'm just guessing here, but I'll tell you, I think that's fairly accurate logic. I could go on and on and on, but you get the idea about what's happening in this country. And this is why we need to stand with Donald Trump on this. But listen, tariffs are no good. <laughs> the main business of Mexico is a narco-terrorist state. They make their money on drugs. Sorry, that's not Dave Hodges saying this. These are from countless federal studies that go back to the 1990s. Terrorists was one of his big man talks that he's done recently. Now he's, we don't even know if he's going to actually even do that. I, you know, whether that happens or not. The problem is, is he's doing everything to incentivize them coming in here. So 
him going to Mexico saying, you've got to do all this, when he's doing everything he can do to bring him in, is the height of hypocrisy. But see, he doesn't know, he doesn't, he knows that most people don't know all the different ways he's failed and is enabling this to happen. And he wants to keep everybody in the dark, him and his handlers. Ridiculous that this is going on inside our country. Absolutely ridiculous that we have elected people to Congress who refuse to protect America. This is yeah, like sedition. Trump. And I'd go one step further. I'd even say it's treason. That's it for the Okay, so we have that. Um, now let's go ahead and go to the next video here. Uh, actually, hmm. no, let's, let's get into this real quick. Uh, on a related note, and I put this out in a recent newsletter, and you would say, well, okay, let's say all this stuff goes down. Well, a lot of the, there was also recent reports about one read, did the government just test the internet kill switch on, um, June 2nd at 3 PM Eastern time it appears that google cloud affecting gmail youtube snapchat instagram and facebook among others mysteriously and almost unprecedentedly went offline totally so they're what they're speculating is they're beta testing they're testing the internet kill switch that we've talked about which if they if they implement that in a martial law type of scenario ministries like mine and most likely all alternative media will be gone you will never hear from us again this side of heaven like i'll see you in heaven basically you know is how it's gonna is how it's gonna most likely go down that will be the end of everything uh you know i i just gotta i have a hard time believing they're gonna if they really pull the trigger on this that they're ever gonna let alternative media come back and then that way they can totally control the narrative now i may be wrong maybe they would let us come back but i kind of doubt it you know from a satanic standpoint uh a lot of different headlines major blackout what happened online today um this was on Drudge. Users locked out of smart homes. And then there's all these earthquakes that have been going on in California and in the, that region. I mean, there were 52 earthquakes in the past 24 hours at one point in California, uh, which could also be another gigantic trigger for a lot of things. Um, and then EBT system going down nationwide. The SNAP program, SNAP's Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program is now is how American welfare recipients pay for their food. That goes down at the same time. You can see there's so many different ways they could trigger this collapse. And um, a medical emergency like a pandemic would, would, would be a great reason to initiate that if they could do that. I'm, I've got more time here, but I'm, I'm going to, I can't get in the remaining amount of material in the time that I've got left. So I'm going to go ahead and end part two here and we will go to part three next.